We acknowledge the Aboriginal people of Victoria, the First Nations, and offer respects to Elders, both past and present. Welcome to a new podcast series for carers by Kinship Carers Victoria. This podcast, the second in a series of 12, addresses the issue of carer wellbeing. Today we are speaking with Anne McLeish, Director of Kinship Carers Victoria, to understand why the physical and emotional health of carers and their access to support services is so important, and how KCV works to better protect and promote carer wellbeing. We also speak with two kinship carers, Jetta and Marilyn, about their personal and professional perspectives on this key element of kinship care. Anne, why is Kinship Carers Victoria so focused on care wellbeing? The first thing to say, Bradley, is that we want um, these people that we view to be the nation's heroes to do more to look after themselves and we want the community to do more to look after them. They're precious resources to this community and we want them well and happy. Secondly, of course, we are concerned about the wellbeing of the children in kinship care and we now know that if you look after the well-being of the carers, you vastly increase the chance of the placement being stable and of the children doing very well in life. What programs and strategies is KCV implementing to improve carer well-being? Carer well-being needs to be a theme that runs through every aspect of our um, work program. So everything that we do, even the newsletters, every publication, even our visits to the support groups, are designed to focus on the well-being of the carer in one way or another. Some of our main strategies are more support groups for kinship carers dotted all around the state. At the moment, we have 41 of them. We want there to be scores of them. We also have large tracts of the state where there are emerging numbers of kinship carers where there are no support groups. Support groups um, are really significant to the well-being of carers, with many of them saying that the support group is like a replacement family, and that's the place that they go to for affirmation in their work. Other strategies KCV has put in place for carer well-being include widely distributed written information, access to telephone support, a new well-being magazine, carer lapel badges, an artist-in-residence program, and campaigning for wider community awareness about carer wellbeing. Jetta and Marilyn are both kinship carers, raising one grandchild each, and are both members of the KCV Governing Committee. Their stories reflect the experiences of numerous other carers. Jetta, can you share your experience of raising your own grandchild and why you became involved with KCV in the first place. My experiences are pretty much like being on a roller coaster, from the absolute joy of, of being on the ride but and the absolute terror of um, what's to come and, and some of what has been. My grandson came into my care when he was three months old. Uh, at the time I was, a full, I was working full-time and which, of course, that ended pretty much instantly. Um, I was thrown into a world of utter anxiety and fear and um, confusion. It's like my world had ended in some ways. And through the course of talking to someone from Child First, 
I made suggestions about things, you know, why wasn't this happening, why wasn't that happening? And she said, it sounds like you need to be part of a group that's just started up. Um, They're called Kinship Carers Victoria. And McLeish and myself had belonged to the same organisation previously. Um, So I knew that um, I was going somewhere that was going to be of great support and where I would have a voice. Marilyn, was your experience a similar one? Twelve years ago, um, I took on the responsibility of raising my granddaughter. Uh, It was a hell of a shock and same as Jeddah, um, I went through some pretty traumatic times. Learning the ropes in and out of children's court, dealing with government bodies, dealing with one parent who unfortunately still is, uh, is a problem and uh, trying to work out the court system, trying to work out legal issues, trying to find somewhere to live, um, trying to find finances, all this sort of thing. And uh, there was no support in the beginning. Uh, It was a fluke. I found online uh, a group different to uh, Kinship Care Victoria. In those days, 12 years ago, there wasn't much around. And I started with that support group And then when I moved out to Pakenham, I found a group called Task Force. And from Task Force, we had a guest speaker, Anne McLeish. And I met Anne, fell in love with Anne. I thought she was absolutely wonderful and became involved with Grandparents Victoria and also Kinship Care Victoria. And then I was approached to become one of the board members, which was fantastic because at that stage I wanted to get really involved in the the behind-the-scenes supporting for kinship carers, so I thought this would be a great way to go. So what aspect of being a carer is the most challenging in terms of your own health and well-being? Um, I think probably loneliness would be the greatest one, the isolation. Um, You can't mix with your friends because you're working in different circles. Your life becomes absorbed with caring for a child and and your friends are are going on holidays and uh, looking at retirement and and all that, that type of thing. In the early days, up until about three years ago, Um, that was full on. I was underneath the microscope. I felt very vulnerable, very um, invaded. Um, I also felt extremely isolated. I agree with Jedi, you lose your peers, your old friends. They've grown away from you. They don't understand what you're going through. Uh, You don't have that outlet, that social outlet that uh, you used to have. And what do you think is the most important strategy for helping your health and wellbeing? There's two things. The first is the support groups. One of the hardest things was for me, because I'm not that type of person, is to go into a group and chat about my feelings and what's happening in my life. And I did, out of desperation, actually go. And it's been an absolute saving grace for me to be able to go and and talk and hear other people and, and know that I'm actually not alone. There are other people out there and some of them um, are doing it even tougher than I am and sharing uh, fantastic stories and solutions to issues that you have. Um, That's one of the strategies. The other one is, again, something I had to learn was to take time for myself every week to find something, sometime just for me that didn't involve the child I'm caring for 
and didn't involve anyone else. Marilyn, what about you? I'm coming up to my 70th birthday in a couple of weeks and I've found that I am only now just learning how to look after myself. I stress ate. (laughs) I shoved anything in my mouth that I could possibly shove in my mouth that could... uh, could heal my breaking heart and I realised that if I was to continue doing this at 131 kilos um, I was going to die and my family knew that that I was in trouble but uh, I managed to find a tribe I managed to find a a weight loss group and a weight loss method Um, I'm now down to 107 kilos I walk at 5.30 every morning and I'm now taking total control back. Um, I have no intention of dying before my 90th birthday. Uh, I've got to be around for a lot longer, and that's another 20 more years. Jeddah and Marilyn have both been involved in the development of two important publications this year, the Kinship Carers Wellbeing magazine and the Kinship Carers Manual for Victoria, published and distributed by the Victorian State Government earlier this year. The Kinship Carer Wellbeing magazine hasn't gone public as yet. What can you tell us about it? Okay, the Wellbeing magazine will contain um, items related to uh, carers' wellbeing. So there will be things on um, sleeplessness and and things that you can do for your sleep. There will be things about anxiety. Um, There will be articles relating to eating habits There'll be fun activities in it, little crosswords and things, all relating to kinship carers' wellbeing, things to lighten up their load a little bit and to remind them that they are not alone. Marilyn, can you tell us about the KCV Artist-in-Residence program? The Artist-in-Residence program, AIR for short, A-I-R, started out in uh, February and we've had three sessions so far. Um, to trial them out. Um, We appeared to um, have some great responses from everybody who turns up. Some people are a little bit reticent at first, um, feeling that they need to be an artist, but you don't need to be an artist at all. Uh, You just need to have an open mind, want to try something different, bit of a challenge, and just have a little bit of fun because that's exactly what it is. It's a bit of fun. You just lose yourself. You just lose yourself in the arse. You lose yourself in the paint. You lose yourself in the mess. And the result is is great. It, it's just something that you've produced. It just takes you away from all the stress. And it's amazing what colour can do. If you're involved with a carer's group, um, all you've got to do is approach the facilitator of that group who can then approach uh, Kinship Care Victoria and book a session. What's your parting advice today to carers, Jenna? I think the most important thing for carers is to look after themselves. If they can't look after themselves, they won't be able to look after the children, their grandchildren that they're caring for. Becoming involved in a group really, really helps and step outside your comfort zone. It's worth it. And Marilyn, what's your parting advice for any carers listening in today? So... You've found yourself in a caring role and you don't know what to do. My suggestion would be find a local group, 
and you can do that by ringing Kinship Care Victoria. Once you're there, involve yourself with the, with the community, with your tribe there. Make sure that you're doing something for yourself every week, possibly every day if you possibly can, whether it's a five-minute read of a book. Uh, don't is- isolate yourself behind closed doors. Very easy to do. Uh, very easy to fall into d- depression that way. Just stay connected. Anne McLeish is acutely aware of how important it is to raise community awareness of care wellbeing and the work they do. When we first became aware of the role that kinship carers play, we decided that we were the organisation that was going to make the rest of the community aware of their role. Up until then, they were the silent heroes in this land. So we're always um, available to go and speak to service clubs like Rotary and Lions clubs. We often put out press releases to the media, always shining a light on kinship care and indicating the positive outcomes that arise from it. And we are always on the lookout for small localised strategies that will get people asking about kinship care and identifying with it. For example, the board is very interested in having kinship carers badges, something that each kinship carer could wear in their lapel with pride. And we have, in our vision, um, a circumstance where a person who's wearing a kinship carer badge is congratulated as they walk down the street for the contribution that they're making to the wellbeing of the nation. Look out for the next podcast in this series to be posted on the KCV website on the last Friday in June. Topics for discussion include kinship care and the forthcoming state election. This podcast series is made possible through funding provided by the Victorian Government's Department of Health and Human Services.